etu ampe kwaka me kontolo bo zabada enfraka pakaka mandelina kwakos kototo rembenda emprate sabedu akapaske emproko robedi dadada rape kwaka petos kosonoto leberena bada jabade bradabara escaparabara raka pekepende menosio ekwekependo nosioso Seca para bracapate, embra de bocoro no man shabadebede, epocora badebra labas capacati, emono shapedi, daca susicapia, embra cascoto coto, lembranda, rapas capaya labata, embra capecos coso coto, indelebradaba, rabedo chatea laba, me cucucuna pica petua, enfocopolo sesita, me cula bianamate. Berebre ke perebre ke pecherebre rempam pam balabatata makuka peko poro notosia imbraka pate mekweken brende beke peke pete erana braka peka poko paka pate entuaka pekos kapeke talaba radash kapaya laba tapeto reneba bababalakos kosokoko le proko poro no koko popo koto le bida braka penda ah yadada Raka pekwape kaka kweke pwekete Nekoto rabasha kapate Raka peka parabako rundo bozozo Repreke peke 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 te Aranan shatabaya bababana katasa Sapaka payapaka paka poka pate Oraman shetebeke skepeke te Emberina kousko poko potu Ia braka peshko porono sasakapa Impra kepeketo sotita, impra kapekoto, impra kapekoto, lozo menakatos kapekete, merina mara kapakus kapiakatete, enkambono kouba, boyenatate, impra kepas kapatila baramatate, eskepeke perenakoto, dabi nanana shashakata, enterebrokopora, tembenye kuskutia, mekukukuya papale, teskapendele, Enteke pentele, zevedeba, miriana kuria pikoskoporo, berimana bayalaba bayalabara, akwaka pekotolo, zeneane manu kukuyala bita, impekuska pilabina bita, etielebo, somina koko, emprokopoto, somina koko, ropika pekukonto, mentole bradaba, kekuka pikoto, berenaman shata, Badaya, Baruza, Bibi Baba, Rakos Kosokoko, Entelebre de Berebaka, Papayata, Aqua, Capeco, Sosina, Tita, Embre de Bradabra, Brende de Bradabra, Rapa Paku Capecoto, Entelebradash Capacata. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, let's meet our mics. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, what a glorious day. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. We open up the channel of our spirit to receive of this word tonight. The ministry of angels is a ministry that is not well understood. Where men come and make hypotheses assumptions today lord by your power by your spirit i'm asking that my utterance be aligned to you 
that the words I speak today regarding this issue is of truth that only you could give and reveal beyond what you have taught me, Lord. I'm asking that your children begin to understand this glorious ministry, this glorious assignment. They need to understand the efficacy of the salvation message and how it is, Lord, you have made us higher, made us more important. Thank you, sweet spirit of God, in Jesus' name. Praise God. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for coming today. I'll be speaking of the ministry of angels today. I've, um, if you go online to go and read about angels, many years ago, for things to do with angels. When I first had an encounter of seeing an angel, you know, I saw a lot of things. I then started asking the Holy Spirit over there to help me and teach me to actually show me things so that I do not come into the ministry of men where they make assumptions on things. This teaching will be a three-part teaching. And for every three-part teaching from today's ministration, there will be evidence, physical demonstration of angelic presence in our gathering. I kid you not. You will know. You will feel. You will perceive. Many of you will even see in the corners of your eyes the angels that have been standing around you but you have never paid attention to them. Many of you begin to understand certain things you think you know about angels you do not know. But as I proceed, like I said, the Holy Spirit will help me the Holy Spirit will help me that my thoughts are aligned with his thoughts and that I receive directly from him that which I speak. A Bible reading today starts from the book of Revelation. There are many chapters of the Bible that speak about the ministry of angels or that speak about angels. But one of the Bible chapters that speaks of it without drawing setting all mystery around it is the book of revelation as a matter of fact the revelation the book of revelation was written many times under the guardians of angels if there's anybody in the bible other than jesus christ who saw a dimension of the supernatural mm -hmm. abilities of angels and to understand their ministry very well was the apostle john so Apostle John had been exiled in the island of Patmos because when they were killing most of the apostles who were spreading the way, which is the salvation of Jesus Christ, they tried to kill, after they had killed Peter, of course, who was the head of the church, by crucifying him upside down, it was now time for them to kill John. According to scriptures, precisely the, um, the, the historian Tertullius who was also a contemporary with Jesus Christ and lived continually lived, lived continually after Christ had died, wrote extensively about the accounts of the apostles or the disciples back then. And one of the things he wrote and spoke about was about the martyr of many of the 
disciples of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that, um, to understand that John was thrown into a cauldron of burning oil. That was a very, very wicked way of killing somebody. But of course, because it was not John's time to die, they threw him in that place and they, nothing happened to John. And then John was now exiled into the island of Patmos. It was in the island of Patmos that he had the account of Revelation. And if you continue to read, you will start seeing that there were many accounts of angels appearing to, what's he called, to Apostle John. Jesus Christ appeared, angels came, they gave him messages, he saw great and mighty things. You know, he, he started seeing a dimension that he could only see by revelation. So you cannot just say you want to see an angel. Angels are shown or exposed to us by revelation. By the word, I mean reveal, to make aware of, for you to see. The one chapter 2, verse 1. To the angel of the church of Ephesus. These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and found them liars, and you have persevered and have patience, and that labor for my namesake, and have not become weary. That was an angel that was assigned to the church of Ephesus. As we progress, you will start seeing that angels have domains. You will start seeing hierarchies of angels. You will understand that when people die, when you hear statements like, oh, God has given under angel, is a lie. That's nonsense doctrine. There's nothing like that in the Bible. When you die, you don't become an angel. See, people say that to try and allay certain things. Angels are not babies. So, those of you that like to do horoscope, that you say Cupid, that Cupid is the, is the angel of love, that you, you will carry one baby that will have small wings and be shooting an arrow of love. Nonsense. Those things are not scriptural. If you see the description of angels in the Bible, beloved, it's not beans, but I will get there. Who are angels? Angels are simply messengers. Angels are simply servants to the invisible realm. The same way men, particularly ministers of the gospel, are messengers and servants in the invisible realm, angels are messengers and servants in the invisible realm. The invisible realm being the spiritual realm. Praise God. Now, I want to tell you some things that I want you to understand this. I know in the Old Testament, the apostle, um, the um, the, the prophet David said that God has made man a little lower than angels. That was Old Testament. Now, men actually, in terms of what they call it, rank, actually supersede angels. And I would explain why. Angels have what we call angelic life. When God created them, they are spirit beings. They are angels. But you see, man 
has been regenerated. So a man that is born again is now a regenerated man. So what does that man have? That man has the life of God in him. He has the Zoe kind of God. So on the spiritual plane, man and God are like one. That is why the Apostle Paul said, the life you live, I live no longer in the flesh. That's chapter 2, verse 20. He said, it is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. So that is why it is given to man to judge angels. Not angels to judge man, number one. Number two, angels cannot preach the gospel. Lie, lie. It is not given to them. And I will show you evidence of this. In the book of First Peter, chapter one, and verse nine to twelve. First Peter, chapter one, and verse nine. Whom having not seen, you love. Let me let me start reading from verse six. In this greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes. Though it be tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Verse 10. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully. Pay attention, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time in the spirit of Christ, who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that will follow. He goes further. To them it was revealed, not to themselves, but to us. They were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent for them. Listen, things which angels desire to look into. I'll read verse 12 again. To them it was revealed, not to themselves, but to us. They were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Things which angels desire to look into. Angels are messengers. Angels are servants. Angels can never preach the gospel. Angels can bring good news to an individual. They can show you certain revelations by the mercies of God. But angels can never preach the gospel. Angels do not understand the sufferings of man. That was why the chief angel, Jesus Christ, had to come in form of flesh. That he, in that situation, understand the limitations of man. It was when Christ came that he understood that man cannot live this life without the assistance of God. And not God coming and going, but God dwelling in them. And that God is the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is also a God. So the Holy Spirit dwelling in men. Can you see the hierarchy has changed? So you have the God kind of life, the Zoe kind of life, 
he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Who you have in you is the creative power of the God kind, of the Trinity. Jesus Christ in the book of Proverbs is called the master worker. So when the Bible says, let there be, the, the arm of, of working, of creating, was given to Jesus Christ. The life of activating those things was given to the Holy Spirit. So you have the life of God in you. Therefore, it is now given to you as a renewed man, a regenerated man, to be the one that will judge angels. But not angels who are with God. Angels who are fallen. There is a difference. The angels who are with God are different. They are not going to be judged. But the angels who have fallen with Satan the devil are the ones we will judge. Because by then we are what? We are joint heads with Christ. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. All things the Father has given to Christ belongs to us. That means eternal life belongs to us. Praise God. So at no point in time can angels ever preach gospel. But you see, angels have an assignment. I'll give an example of why angels cannot preach the gospel. The book of Acts chapter 10, we hear of the story of a man called Cornelius. In the Bible, they say that Cornelius had a, what they call it, a vision or a revelation, basically. Let's, let's, let's read it so that we don't make the assumptions of men. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. Let me, you see, when, the Bible would always try to give you a background of an individual so you can understand the concept of what God is doing in their life. Cornelius was a Roman. He was a Gentile. That was who Cornelius was. Cornelius was not a Jew. The Bible stated it that he stated that he was an, a, a, a centurion. So are you seeing where he started from? A centurion. He now told you under what? The Italian regiment. He now gave you characteristics of the man. He said a devout man. Man who had given to living a particular life. In glory to something. Now, he now emphasized his devoutness was to who? To God. He said, and one who feared God with all his household. He now went further. Who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming to him and saying, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? How did Cornelius know that the person that was coming to him was an angel? As we progress, I will tell you how the Jews rates or how they know angels based on the Torah. But that is story as we progress. I told you this is a three-part teaching. I don't want to rush it. I want you to understand it. I want you to go and reflect on it because I'm assured by the Spirit of God after the third Sunday, many of you will be having encounters. You will, many of you are already having encounters, but you don't understand what is happening to you. Today, I will tell you. Said, so the angel said to him, now, I told that angels are what? Messengers. So the angel came to give him what? A message. He did not come to give him the salvation message. 
he came to give me a message. See what he said. Your prayers and your arms have come up be, as a prayer memorial before God. Now send men. See, message, instruction. Send men to where? Joppa. And send them for Simon, Simon, whose son name is Peter. He is lodging with, this, with Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. Are you seeing the descriptive narrative of the angel of what he told Cornelius as a message? The message was concise. The message was elaborate. The message was pinpoint. He said, sent to who? Joppa, location. And sent for who? Simon, a name. He didn't say any Simon. He emphasized it. says Simon, whose surname is what? Peter. Now, why is he emphasizing it? Verse 6. He is lodging with Simon, Etana. Two Simon. One was a Peter. One was what? Etana. Now, he says again the location of where Simon Etana lives. Whose house is by the sea. Now, pay attention. He said, he will tell you what you must do. And when the angel had spoke to him, had departed, Cornelius called two of his household servants, and they devoured among those who waited on him continually. So when he explained all these things to them, the empty, you cannot have a, an angel visit you and not follow instructions. Immediately, they sent where? To Joppa. Now, the Bible says again, the next day, you must understand narratives in the Bible. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. And while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and bears of the earth. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, No, so Lord, not so Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or clean. Now, I will digress a bit, but I'm going somewhere so you can understand messages and revelations. This was a trance, more like what we call an open vision. How did Peter know it was the Lord speaking? Think about it. Had he stayed? Because see Peter's reply, he said, he said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything uncommon or unclean. That means Peter knew that the Lord was speaking to him. But see what Peter said. That, you see, the thing, the thing about many of us, why we don't receive from God, our hearts are set to do things in a particular way. Now, you, will, you have to understand that every time something is mentioned three times in the Bible, it establishes spiritual perfection. I would explain. And the voice spoke to him again the second time. Pay attention. What God has cleansed, you must not call common. Verse what? 16 now says, this was done many times, three times. And the object was taken up into heaven. In the book of Revelations, you hear angel says, holy, holy, holy. How many times? Three times. Are you seeing the message? If you check the Bible, when God called um, Samuel, how many times did he call him? Three times. 
there is a symbolism about messages coming three times. Many of us as believers, God has sent angels to us to give us messages on three of three three occasions. But after three, God will believe that you want to walk in disobedience. You know what happened? We never follow through. We ignore those messages. So when bad things happen to certain Christians, go and check. They have failed to obey instructions. And although God was still merciful, because if you read further, the Bible says that Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he saw meant. Then as he was saying this thing, the men that Cornelius sent came to the house of Simon the Tanner, which was by the seaside, and they asked specifically for Simon Peter. And while Peter went, Peter now thought about the vision, and the Spirit said to me, Behold, three men. Now, he saw a vision, but now the Spirit spoke to him. So when many of you say, I know how God speaks to me, it's not always like that. I'm telling you, it's not always like that. Some people will say that nobody can tell me anything except what God has told me. It's not always like that. That is why God has prophets. So when you say that nobody no can tell me anything, I know everything, it's a lie. That's not true. God will not give you everything. Because sometimes you are, not, you are not sensitive enough to know when God is giving you a message. Sometimes you are distracted by the things of life. Sometimes he has to use an angel to tear up your reality. For you to understand that yes, this message indeed is from God. And if you read further, you will see what happened there. Now, going back to what I said earlier on, why didn't that angel preach the gospel to Cornelius? Are you seeing it? Angels can never preach the gospel. It is why man and angels are not on the same hierarchy. Because man has been regenerated by the Spirit of God. Man has a life of God. Praise God. So angels do not understand the concept of salvation, as we have read earlier on in the book of Peter chapter one, verses nine to twelve. Angels struggle with the concepts of the good news. They cannot preach Christ. All they can come is to give messages from God. Whenever God wants to do a mind-blowing thing or he wants to get your attention, or he wants to demonstrate without the fact that he is with you, God will send an angel. Check the story of Mary. Check the story of, um, of John the Baptist's parents. Check the story of what they call it, of the young man, Joseph. If you see in those cases, before the birth of Christ, the ministry of angels became rampant. In the Old Testament, they were only seen in visions. But over time, they were actually physical apparitions of angels more frequently or frequently during the time of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So I, I said earlier, I also want to read the accounts of Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 to portray what I was saying earlier on. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together. They were the child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, are you not seeing? An angel of the Lord appeared to him where? In a dream. So I hear people say that dreams are not important. That's not true. That's not true. 
-hmm. And I will tell you why I said it's not true. I will now go to give you two experiences I've had with angels in a dream. He says that then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, okay, I've read that part. But while he talked about these things, behold, an angel that appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, and saying, Behold, the very shall be with a child, and bear his son, and he shall call his name Emmanuel, which is God with us. Now, 24, to show you what a dream. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know what till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. Whenever God wants to give a, a, a decisive and profound message, God will send you a note. Whenever you want to go through certain trials of faith, beloved, God will send you an angel. I'm telling you. Because an angel would strengthen and bolster your faith to know that what you are about to go through, God was there. I don't blame Joseph. By all standards, if the Lord did not favor women, they don't, they don't care whether Joseph was the one that slept with Mary. Jo Mary, in many cases, would have been stoned to death because they were already betrothed. So, according to the Jewish law, they were like practically married because the betrothal period was one year. So, it was during the betrothal period, they were not even married so that nobody would say they consummated. It was during the betrothal period. You can see that God was intentional. But the betrothal period was when this Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary, Mary, and Mary went ahead to have what? Jesus Christ. But God knew that if Joseph, being a just man, said, you know what, he, um, Mary, I can't marry you because what is happening, I don't want to put you in trouble, let me just leave you. They would have stoned Mary to death, according to the law. They would have stoned that to death. If you remember the story of Tamar, go and take it. She had to use guile to collect something from Judah. Because a woman without that was termed a prostitute. So, wherever she came from, of what lineage she came from, she could have easily have been stoned. Remember the woman caught in the act of adultery? What happened to her? She was almost stoned to death. So, imagine the fate that would have beheld Mary. Praise God. Now, if God wants to give you a revelation on an issue that requires solution, he will send an angel to you in your dream. I'll give you an example of something that happened to me. And for many of you, you will understand these things. Whenever the Holy Spirit gives me or angels visit me in a dream, I always know. How do I know? When I wake up, I never ever forget the dream. Never. What I'm about to tell you happened precisely in 2011. I was in a church then back then, redeemed. And a church member came and met me and said, Oh, sir, I want you to come and see, meet my, my mother. There's something happening in my family. I don't understand what it is, but I just know that you have the Spirit of God. I was, I was in the ushering department. She was also in the ushering department. 
by then I've already been showing certain signs of somebody who would work in the supernatural. I was a man given to prayers and I love to intercede. If you come with me with the challenge, I will see you to the very end. That's me. And she told me of her brother, her elder brother, that there is a history in their family lineage. In the family lineage, they only give birth to one boy. After that one boy, they cannot give birth to boys again. So she gave me an example. She said, see me. See my mother. These are my three sisters. I have an elder sister. I am the next other girl. And I have another sister who is the last born. But I have an elder brother. And that thing that happens to them is that they always have the first son or the only child, the only boy outside wedlock. So the mother or the women don't get don't marry the man. They only have get pregnant before they marry the man. So she saw that her sister, her mom's her mom's sister was manifesting the same family history. Her mom's other sister was having the same other history. Her mom's elder sister's daughter was having the same history. Now, her own elder sister, the person that introduced that called Mr. Man to their house, had the same challenge. What was the challenge? The sister got pregnant for a man, had a boy, the boy lives with them, and now she's married to the man, and now she's pregnant. And due to the difficulty of the pregnancy, they brought the boy to come and live with them. And they kept saying that something always happens to the boys. They never amount to much. And after a particular time, they die very early. And she gave me an example of her father, gave me an example of her mom's sister's husband, gave me an example of her mom's sister's husband. At a particular age, they don't achieve much. They have children and then they die off. So I said, okay, I will pray about it. I went home and I was tarrying the place of prayer, asking the Holy Spirit, you know, how can we, what kind of prayer do we pray? I tell them on Sunday, I will see that. That day was on a Sunday. I understood I will see them. I just prayed that prayer. I, I went back. I didn't really, I would say I delved into it. So not to give them my seventy forces of glory. But I, on the fourth day, which was a Thursday, I had a dream. In that dream, an angel came and me up, took me by the hand, and moved me to a realm. In that realm, I saw seven men gathered. They wore robes that had hoods. Brown, dirty robes. You know, like when, when blood and dust have mixed. That was what their robes were made of. Very dirty and very filthy. And when I had that vision, I could literally smell what was happening in that particular place. And I saw a boy in the middle of the garden of the men, seven of them. And they had a scissors, a, a scissors that had rotten edges around it. And what were the scissors meant to do? They wanted to cut off the genitalia of the boy. And the angel looked at me and told me, speak. Honestly, I won't lie to you. For a long time, I thought it was my imagination. But now I've come to understand with my work with God, that God, the angel of God was giving me a revelation of how to deal with that particular thing in that family. Because it required God's assistance via angelic visitation, via the ministering of angels to me for me to understand what to do about that family. That was how I quickly told, I spoke of, I said, don't touch that boy. <clears throat> my people, as I said that statement, 
the leader of the men turned back, looked at me. I won't lie to you. Chills went round, went into my body. He now asked me, who are you? What effrontery? How dare you come into this gathering? And the angel again looked at me and said, speak as one who is chosen by God. And said, quoting scriptures, I am the child of God. He that is the means of Christ. I have come as an intercessor to take the message of Christ by, message, by the message of God. I spoke at a particular point, the thing stopped until the voice quieted down. And then, but I noticed something when the man turned to me, the, his robe opened, and where his private part was, there was a, a, a like a, you know, when you have a swollen navel, uh -huh. they are cut of the manhood. There was, a, there was a scrotal sack, but it was pubic air and a little knob. After that day, the course was broken. When I saw the family on Sunday, the sister told me, I saw this, 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 and I laughed. And I told her what I experienced. Then I thought it was a dream. But there's a, what we call angelic dreams. Dreams in which angels come and minister to the saints. What Joseph experienced was an angelic dream. Now that one, I won't say I did anything supernatural. I didn't say I fasted or I prayed for three hours. I only had that encounter by the mercies of God. Vision number two, where the Lord told me I was called into the ministry of intercession. If you are here, many of you know that by 10 to 11 every single day, except Sundays, I do a lot of inter intercession. On this particular day, the end, I, was I was sleeping and an angel came, tapped me again, and took me to Antarctica. Antarctica is a very cold region. And at a particular point, I could literally feel the wind. And I was like, I'm feeling cold here. And I held my hand. I said, don't let go. He took me to a pond. In the midst of the ice, there was pond. In that pond, I saw fishes of different sizes, different colors, beautiful fishes, beautiful. I don't even have, I'm using the word beautiful to, to connote something very, very deep. Flawlessly beautiful. But something was wrong with all the fishes. None of them were swimming. They were in the pond, crowded up, not swimming, they were not moving. And the angel told me, pick up one of the fish and I picked up one of the fish he said what did you see I saw foil paper what they used to do cake and all those things wrapped around the fins of the fish so all they had was the pectoral fins the one by the side of their body just to keep them balanced but the one to move, make them swim to give them motion that was the one that was bound and told me to remove when I removed it, see the beautiful thing that came out. The thing they look like wings, transparent wings, beautiful. And they said, go to the main water and go and wash the fish. I went there, I washed the fish, and then in the first I saw like feces, 
like um, red waste, human waste inside it with like two eggs. And he said, these are those who are bound. I'm calling you to go into the world and by intercession bring them back to me. And when he finished finish washing the fish, I moved to the main ocean and the fish looked at me sound and entered into the sea and swam off. But that sea entered was a special sea. It was not at the regular Antarctica sea. But I saw ponds of fishes. That was when I knew I was called into the ministry of intercession. When you have angelic dreams, when you wake up, you will remember them in total, detail for detail. I can never forget. Even what I wore, I remembered it. That is the uniqueness of the angelic dreams that God gives his children. Angelic dreams are always clear and graphic and you will always remember them. You wake up. I'm going to touch two things and then I will move on. There are many types of angels in the Bible. Not many, a few of them. I'm going to touch two by virtue of hierarchy. Number one, seraphs. That is a plural form, the singular form of seraphim. So when you hear cherubim and seraphim, it means angels. Angels in their plural sense. So seraph means one angel. Seraphim means two, three, four, five angels. That is the plural of it. Cherub means one angel. Cherubim, one, two, three, five, ten, twenty, one thousand angels. The angels God created are of a, a fixed number. They are of a stipulated number. The Bible said that when the devil fell, he took one third of the angels with him. The devil does not have the power to create angels. God did not go ahead to create any number of angels. By, by mathematical standing, if the devil took one third, God still has to third. So the ratio of the angels of God on, on God's side are two times the number of angels that went with the devil. Now, seraphs. Seraphs are only mentioned about once or twice in the Bible. The first mention of seraphs are in the, is, is in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. I told my, my brothers and sisters yesterday, I'll be telling you the reasons why sometimes angels come in human form. Hmm. Angels are terrifying beings to look at. Don't be fooled. Angels are terrifying beings to look at. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. He didn't say a seraphim. Stood what? Seraphim. Each one. That means he was saying there were many of them. I told you that seraph means one. Seraphim means more than one. Plural. It says each one had what? Six wings. With two he covered his face. And with two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And another cried to one another, and one cried to another said, Now I told that whenever you see a word mentioned three times in the Bible, it just presents spiritual perfection. 
holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And at the post of the door, we are shaken by the voice of him who cried out. Are you seeing how mighty their voice is? Pay attention. And the post of the door, we are what? Shaken by the voice of him, one seraph, who had cried out, mind you, he said, and one cried to another. To show how powerful their voices are, he cried, holy, holy, holy. And the door was shaking. And the house was filled with smoke. See the words of Prophet Isaiah. From Memphis, Ashet, I want to see him. They want to see him. We will get them. So Isaiah said, hey, Woe is me, for I am undone. Did you hear that? He said, What? Woe is me. Let me read another translation. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. I want you to amplify the version. He said again, he says, For war is me, for I am ruined, because I'm a man of ceremonially unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with thongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Listen carefully, this has touched your lips, your wickedness, your sin, your injustice, your wrongdoing is taken away and your sin atoned for and forgiven. The seraph did not speak to him until he cleansed him. They cannot behold what is unholy. They cannot come into carnality. Never. See, holy, holy, holy. That is how powerful the dimensions of these seraphs are. The Bible didn't mention more. Number two, Yabado. Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you. Hayadasha. Holy, holy, holy. This is the one who sits on the throne. Holy, holy, holy. This is the one whose throne is of irrescendence light. Holy, holy, holy. Is the Lord God whose cloak is light. Obatofi mole shashobura iyakabe Ulie nama kanomi onoko bialita Fenafanama, Fenafanama, Ukuliane mandelia kokoya peta Benemano no nio kuka Belebo tonianeman Yabale, watia kisi, siata, Meliano kayanabata Berebrende de bedebe na colio, la colio lolololo Oh, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Oh, I see them. 
I see them. Man, you are feeling goosebumps in your body. There's somebody revving in the spirits. Yeah, I see them scattered angels. I see them coming into realms from the spiritual into the physical realm. They are standing, standing, standing. Don't worship them. Don't watch, don't say anything. Just keep quiet. You will hear the message that they have. Oh, thank you, sweet spirit of God, for this atmosphere. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number two, cherubs. <coughs> Let me just I will stop on cherubs today. I don't want to waste this atmosphere. They are also called the burning ones. <coughs> Seraphs are powerful beings. Imagine seeing. An angel with six wings, and in his wings he has eyes. Don't be beans. These angels always fly close to the throne of God. They fly close to the throne of God. Seraphs have wings. It's not all angels that have wings. I want you to understand this. It's not all angels that have wings. You cannot see a seraph without having access to the throne of God. It's not possible. If seraphs appear in a ministration, it is a ministration that the name of God has been worshipped. That God has no other way than to honor, honor, honor that gathering by releasing it, by showing us his glorious presence. And when God is showing us his glorious presence, you must see a seraph. This is I'm telling you. I'm not, it's not from not, it's not from books. I'm telling from experience. I'm telling you from experience. That is why you say you are a means of the gospel. You don't have to worship. I'm sorry, you're not ready. Worship is what brings about the, the presence, the glory of God. There are two realms: realm of power, realm of glory. In the realm of power, God uses men to do his things. In the realm of glory, men cannot do anything. Go and check it. In Chronicles, when the glory of God came into the temple, the Bible says the priests could not do anything because the glory of God overshadowed them. And if you check it, they were angels in ministration. So when they come, we cannot do anything. It was that fear that Isaiah said, Yea, woe betide me. I am ruined. See the word he used. 
See the word, check the word he used. I am ruined. I am finished. Who am I? To see this kind of thing. Ah, he's dead now. And God told Moses, you cannot see me. No man can see me. He only saw the back of God when God passed. God put him in the cleft of a rock and he passed. Hey, <laughs> God passed. And Moses for days wore a veil. But now, we don't wear a veil anymore. Why? We are like Christ. Praise God. Seraphs or seraphim constantly glorify God. If you read Revelation, you hear them, holy, holy, holy. You always hear them. You would always hear them. Whenever you see God call men, powerful men, go and check them. Three times, go and check it. Praise God. I'm going to stop at Seraphs today for a reason. I know many of you have questions. So I would I would inquire you to please put your questions on the Telegram platform. On the I beg about on the Google Meets. There is an a income messages. I hope they're here. Somebody's asking because I hope it's, it's recorded. I'm recording it, don't worry. I will share it on the platform and, and anyone who requires of it. Praise God. So if you have any question, please put it there. The reason why I'm asking for you to put these questions there. I'm using a recording device. I'm not recording with Google Meet. I'm using a recording device. So I want to read the questions to answer that. Those, that, those who will listen to it will understand the answers I'm giving. So please go to the in-call messages on Google Meet right now and type in your questions and I will answer them. Pending them, I would allow the keyboardists to minister by the power of the Holy Spirit in sound alone. But then please increase the volume and minister by the power of the Holy Spirit. I worship you for your name is holy, holy Lord, for your name is holy, holy Lord. Praise God. Somebody asked the question, why is it that not all believers can see angels? I want to explain something. The reason why sometimes not all believers can see angels, number one, 
is that the prerogative of God the Father. The Holy Spirit understands the spiritual maturity of every individual. The Holy Spirit also knows the limitations of every individual. Some people are so out to check for the supernatural apparitions that in many cases they fall into traps. Now, someone like me, I never went about seeking to see angels. No, I did not. I didn't. I said it was by the mercy of God. I'm not saying mercy as regards sin. It was the mercy, the nature of God that said that I want to show you this. The same way by mercy that God had to appear to a Joseph for him to understand that what is happening is not by flesh but by the spirit. Some believers are quick to search for the supernatural and they enter into trouble. If you continually search for the supernatural every time you go anywhere, something would happen to you. You'd be exposed to demonic manipulations. Remember, the devil, and I will speak extensively about him so you can understand the hierarchy the devil came from. Why his name was Lucifer. Why he had that name and why he fell. You will understand the place of pride in why the devil fell down, felt uh, was, was disgraced. You will understand that how he was made, that God made him to be a being of worship. So the end to demons or Satan the devil in general can choose to appear to a believer as an angel of light. If your spiritual senses are not refined by the power of the Holy Spirit to rightly discern, you can be swept away. I'll give you an answer. I'll give you an, an explanation. A couple of years back, when Papa Higgins was still alive, he spoke of a woman. He was talking about, I believe in visions. He was speaking of a woman that the woman want, the woman heard the particular creature. No, it's not I believe in vision. I remember the book. The woman want, heard a, a particular preacher preach. And the man spoke of his encounter with an angel. And how an angel came and ministered to him as regards his calling in the ministry. Many of you that know William Braham will know that he also had an angelic visitation as a message regarding his calling into the ministry. That was what, how God chose to do it. Papa Hagen was visited by Christ. His own is different. His dimension is different. Christ came to him not once, not twice, not three times. Christ came to him. But the rest of William Braham and a couple of them, most of them have angelic apparitions. They saw angels. Angels came to them and gave them messages. A. Allen Jacko, most of them had angelic visitations. So the woman saw this man saying of how an angel came and visited him and oh, it was a good experience and the woman coveted that experience. The woman felt that the only way she could prove that God was with her was for her to have the encounter the man had. So the woman started searching for other means possible. She was a born again Christian, spirit filled. Before he knew, she started putting her hand into different things. And then she caught a demon. Yes, she had a demon. And the husband started looking for ways to help. At the point, she started going mental. So one has to be careful. She started going mental. And the husband started looking for places to take her to, for them to pray for her. He finally went to go and meet the man that the woman said she wanted to have the same experience that, she, that he had. Went to the man. The man prayed for her, talked to her. The woman was resistive. The demon refused to go. 
The demon refused to go. So one day, she went to Papa Higgins' camp meeting. In the camp meeting, the husband brought the wife. As Papa Higgins was to lay hands on the wife, the Holy Spirit said, no, don't lay hands on her. He tried again. There were, you know, sometimes there's a check in your spirit not to do something. That is the Holy Spirit giving you that nudge. He tried the third time. He said, no. He said, now ask the Holy Spirit, why? Now said, ask the woman if she wants to be delivered. When he asked, the woman said no. That she enjoyed the torment of the demons in her. This was the woman searching for angels to visit her. So, the believer seeing angels is the prerogative of the Holy Spirit. Some believers, as they mature, as you grow in the place of prayer, as you go about doing the will of God, God by his mercy will show you an angel. There's somebody on this platform, during our Palo Chronicles, the second edition that we had last month, he saw my angels. Nobody, not even my wife, has ever seen my angels. He saw them. He described them to a letter. The Holy Spirit opened my eyes to angels in 2017, January 2017. I won't forget that date. That was when the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to the ministry of angels. So it is the prerogative of the Holy Spirit. It is the heart, also the heart of the individual. Is your heart aimed to please God? Is the purpose of your worship just to glorify God? If it is that, God will do that. Sometimes seeing an angel does not mean that everything will go smoothly. Seeing an angel can mean that God is trying to encourage you for the period of trial you will go through. As a believer, you will go through trials. Not um, suffer ahead. There are times where you're, there will be issues that will happen. Tell if a means of the gospel, where people will fight you and fight your message. In many cases, God will give you an angel, show you an angel. I can, I can give three examples of that. Most angels that appear to us in dreams, no. They don't have to appear to you in dreams. But sometimes, when they have appeared to people physically, people have panicked. Because I told you, some of them, their sight is not easy to the eyes. What do I mean? Their sight is terrifying. So imagine you've seen a bean. All the bean is carrying is light. All it is carrying is light. Some beans, some, some angels, the one, the one the Holy Spirit has shown me. My people, some of them are big. Some of them are big. A lot of people don't go into the ministry of angels because sometimes it's a bit um, um, it's easy for you to double into the flesh and speak from experience. So I'm being careful not to start speaking of my own personal experiences so you don't want to quote them. It is preferable you have an encounter. And I'm speaking to you now. There are angels in your rooms. There's somebody where you are sitting by your bed, the left-hand side there, there's an angel there. You are feeling a pull of light towards you. There's an angel there. There are things, there are certain nuances you will used to know when an angel is around you. So they must not appear to you in a dream. It's only at the mercies of God they do that. My question is, before you had this interview, did you ask for them or... Look, I, I think I've answered that question. I had a dream last year, and I still remember Susie up until now. But in that dream, I didn't see any angel. Can that dream be called an angelic dream? Yes, it can be called an angelic dream. But now, you have to look at the context of your dream. The context of your dream, was there a message? Was the message, did the message have a tone of victory? Did the message, did the angel come with a message to edify you or to encourage you? 
what did the angel, what did the message, what did the dream consist? Because it's not all dreams that come down of God. Some nightmares you remember, they are not of God. Uh -huh. It's what we call translocational visions. They are like dreams in which you go from one place to that place in the spiritual realm. Those things are deep things. As you grow in the in the place of the Holy Spirit and the place of prayer, God will open to those revelations. So I won't tell my own experiences. So you don't get afraid or get confused. So that dream, you have to check it. Because what you said, like, he, left it, he said you remembered it vividly. Was it a good dream? Was it a bad dream? What was the purpose of the dream? Was there a message in the dream? So I heard I can send an angel errand on our behalf. No, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. You have the Holy Spirit for that. That is why the mission of angel, people don't touch it. You have the Holy Spirit. You can't send an angel on an errand. Nobody you send them. Nobody, not, not your message. You have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has, has authority over them. You cannot do that. You understand? Uh -huh. You have to understand these things are based on, on unctions and graces. They differ. There's, an, there's a particular a late apostle on this earth here. The hierarchy of angels he operated under was not normal angel. He operated in the hierarchy of an archangel. That is his level of his grace with God. And God exposed him to that by virtue of the, the region and the town where witchcraft was very, very common. Many of you already know what I'm talking about. You understand? Whenever you are a soul winner, whenever you are a soul winner, there are certain things you can do. There are different soul winner. There are certain operations of angelic that you can operate under. I cannot operate under that place there. I have not won the amount of souls they have won. Souls are the currencies of heaven. And angels are the ones that help with soul winning. So angels are the ones that brings about messages. They will lead you. you they, they will tell you that, okay, this place, you start preaching. So, okay, hey. Are angels violent? Case to of Balaam on the donkey and the angel would have killed him with a sword. And you have to look at the case of the, what, what you are asking about. Balaam in question, who was Balaam? You understand? Was he a prophet? He wasn't. Look at, look at what he intended to do. These, these things are, they are, a bit, they are a bit dicey. And I'll, I'll be explaining about angels and hierarchy of angels. Angel Gabriel and Angel Michael that the Bible listed are angels of different assignments. Angel Michael is a warrior angel. That is a different operation of angels. Angel Gabriel is a messenger angel. Praise God. There are two different as I said, hierarchies and structures in these things. They are both archangels, but they have different responsibilities. And for every archangel, they have categories of angels under them. I don't want to go into this today. I don't want you to be filled with much information. But as you progress, you will do those things. No, you cannot fellowship with angels, please. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. And the last question I would answer, is it true you all have guardian angels? There is nothing like that in the Bible. That is not true. I hear people say that. There's no scriptural backing to say that we have guardian angels. There's nothing like that. There are 7 billion people in the world. In the, world. the Bible never told us how many angels God created. So the math does not apply. You understand? It does not apply. 
the ministry of angels, they are ministering spirits, they are messing their servants. They, are, they have things they can do. I have seen an angel that came from the order of Michael. There are angels that we, that I, I, would, I would say something that God helped me with. There are ministries you operate under that exposes you to a dimension of angels. If you're an evangelist, you will receive more messenger angels. If you're a prophet, hey, your angels are not to be trifled with. No angel is to be trifled with. And I've seen a couple of them. If you're into what they call it, um, apost the apostolic, you have warfare angels. I'm using the word warfare loosely. I, I, I might also call them warrior angels. I'm using it loosely. Warrior angels. Because in the apostolic, you are going to go and plant churches. Apostles go and they plant churches. And you are planting churches in a place where they have been demonic strongholds. They will fight you. The only thing that can play at that particular point is the ministry of angels. Praise God. I believe with these few discussions, by next week again, Sunday, 7 o'clock, we'll progress. By then, we'll have opportunity to ask more questions. And then, there are things that have stayed in your mind. But I'm assuring you, before then, many of you will have one or two encounters. You will remember them. You will see them. So, I want to say this thing. Holy Spirit, do I have your permission? How do I know when an angel is around? For me, I hear a sound. Ding! When I hear that sound, it's always in my left ear. Whenever I hear it, I know that an angel has come and he has given me a message. When an angel is standing in my house, there's a place in my house where angels stand. I know them. I know the ones outside. I know the ones inside. The, they are ministry, angels attached to ministries because we are a ministry. They are angels attached to us already, and we can dispatch by virtue of authority. I can dispatch with the help of the Holy Spirit because sometimes I don't know the instructions to give them. But when I pray the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will align my thoughts to do those things, and that is because there are certain areas by virtue of being a human you cannot attend to so when the my when the angel that god has sent to give me a message comes like when he came in the platform yesterday i knew because immediately i saw that message from brother abraham that bell came in my ears it was like a i will for the i will send the sound of the platform it tingled like wow mm -hmm. then he just came and then he said the message he said, he gave me instructions. The same way when he gave us the topic called the Palace Chronicles for this month, manifestation of glory. He didn't say manifestations. Manifestation of glory. When the glory comes, anything that happens, then it is God that will do it. He came. I was praying on platform. I, 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 didn't even, I was meditating on some things. Oh, what do I, how do we go about this Palace Chronicles? And then he just came. There was a time I was coming to the parlor, my wife and someone else were talking. And I came up from the kitchen. I was entering the corridor. If you come to my house from the kitchen, the corridor that leads to my parlor. I just did that. I just heard the mess. I just knew that an angel was there. I had this 
there is there is impression there is this ambience of lights that will flood you when they come because they come from the children of god and god shows lights so when they manifest they manifest in lights and I just came and i stayed there he said wait i waited he said a whole lot of things what he said if i write it down i can write 30 pages but the distance of time in which he spoke and how long i stood there was no more than 10 seconds so these things are realms these things are realms and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying them to boast I'm telling you that it took me time to get there and I've not gotten there yet I'm still work in progress there are things I have not seen the angels God has given for this ministry beloved I have only seen their feet I have not seen their head or their body I have only seen their feet the brand that saw it said the same thing it was only the feet he saw he confirmed it. I said, yes, indeed, what you are saying is true. You actually did not see these angels. And if you are not coming for Palo Chronicles, I'm, I'm telling you, please come. There will be a manifestation of the glory of God. And I told you, whenever God's presence is, angels are always there. God bless all of you. Holy Spirit of God. Shepako Sitapana. I want you to start praying in tongues where you are. Don't, don't omit your mic. Just stay in that presence. Just close your eyes. Stay in that presence. Please sit up, please. Don't lie down. Sit up. This is not a... This is, this is, this is a, a it's an angelic ministration around going on. Please don't sit. Don't lie down. Stand, wherever you are, please sit up. You can sit on a chair. You want to beg and bend your head, but don't lie down. Hmm. Just stay in that presence. Say, Say, Mm-hmm. 
मेरे Shelie Encaranamentus kepa ilelele Bielele la loko yodubo shama Imprakitale kaba Randa bienu anima nono tiesa Tiesa ukabeno Beno no na labelie kawu Buriana mantilia kase Sebekemba na kape kotonde niya I enter the holy of holies Naya to the blood of the Lamb I enter the holy of holies I enter through the blood of the Lamb. Give it volume. Lord, I worship you at Yakabata. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. I worship I worship you for your name is holy. Talaba, for your name is holy. Alabande, Nio Talabata, Bede Nanio, Ayalabacatea, Imberesia, Manevo, Dolosio, Cocoya, Babata, Cabata. Meriano koya lati e kabana tatela Erebroli yonu kumba na mati Berebele nene mandeli ya kusia katalaba Mene, 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 no Thank you Holy Spirit We bless you Your name is glorified forever and ever In Jesus name Amen Thank you, everyone. Next week, same time, 7 o'clock, we continue. God bless you. Thank you, everyone, for who has joined. Good to see all of you. God bless you. Have a lovely evening. Your name is holy.
Yo name is holy. Your name is holy.